are back recording uh, the night after the Lions heartbreaker uh, to the Minnesota Vikings. A loss in Minnesota um, in the, under the last minute. A game where the Lions were dominating almost uh, from beginning to end. But alas, uh, it was not beginning to end. It was beginning to almost the end. Uh, so, a big Z. And let's get the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid crew. So, we got DJ. Hello, Kool-Aid drinkers. Bob. Hello, hello. Connor. Hey. And Rundown. <laughs> Yo. Come on, Connor. You can sound was, a little more excited than kidding. that. Jeez. That was intentionally manufactured. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, gentlemen. So the Lions lose their heartbreaker uh, to Minnesota. I mean, just I mean, 28-24. The Lions are up 10 in the fourth quarter. And a ninety over ninety percent uh, win expected percentage. I think it even got the ninety five, ninety six percent. But alas, <laughs> um, just a real tough one. And let's just get down to the big, uh, you know, talking point of this game. So Lions go for it on fourth down six times in this game. Four for six on fourth downs. So super aggressive the entire game. And then the moment it's most obvious to be aggressive. They decided to kick a field goal in the direction that kickers were struggling with all day. Uh, Siebert misses it a million miles to the right. Damn, AC. And uh, the same exact kick it looked like the, the Minnesota kicker made twice earlier in the game. And, um, and um, you know, it, it just it's really frustrating because Campbell like puts on his persona being super aggressive, and then he like doesn't trust his team in the biggest moment. The team to go against everything he stood for <laughs> yeah. in this yeah. moment. Yeah, That's yeah. what bothers me about it. I don't know about what do you guys think. Oh yeah, I'll tell you, I, 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 I could, I was screaming at the TV, go for it, go for it, go. I'm yelling. It's the only one decision in my mind. And then Campbell looked like, like something happened in his brain, and he, and he, <laughs> he was like, fighting with his uh, like. You know, Cam was always telling him to be true to yourself. All these players on, he wasn't true mm, to himself. Yeah. He he, uh, he was trying to think what would a, like someone else do in this situation, not what I would do in this mm-hmm. situation. And he he chose wrong, man. He Campbell got out of his own character, and he and he made a big mistake. It, Strange the, choice. Yeah, it was very. I would rather he punted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That was the worst of the three options we had. Yeah, yeah it was. Even if we make it, why does it fundamentally change all that much? I mean, well, the Vikings need a touchdown. Yeah, you make it; they need a touchdown. I mean, we have to kick off so you can get some better field position. I guess it's. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you make it, it makes sense. But a little odds, bit. If you get the but fourth down, you just take it. You win the game. Yeah. You still put over. the ball in the hands of yeah. an offense at the end of a game right. in the NFL, and that's not a good strategy. Well, I feel like. And a quarterback you claim could be your franchise guy. Why not give him the chance to prove it? Yeah, and they won. They, and they needed the two yards. They needed no, two that's yards. What I'm saying I would have let him four go. yards, right? Four yards, yeah. fourth yeah. and four. Yeah, they could have got that even on a run potentially. Yeah, yeah. and Goff, Goff apparently regretted not demanding. Mm-hmm. To... I heard about that. Yeah, I like yeah. to hear that. It's that's regret. Say that again, I mean, DJ. It, yeah, Goff apparently regretted not going to Campbell and saying, "No, we're we're going for it. We're going for it." See, he that's a problem assist. too. Yeah, is it, not? it is. It is. No, I I saw something oh. about that where somebody's oh. like, "Oh yeah, Goff should have said something," you know. That's but uh, I think he said that just because he didn't want the coach to take all the blame, you know. And he's like, uh, yeah, I, I, I should have done something." You too. may be right. I don't think so. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. it's the head coach's fault. Not. I mean, you can 
blame Goff than I do yeah. blame him for not setting up. But ultimately, it's Dan Campbell's choice. And no, he but you know what? I'll bet you. Choice. You're right, though, Connor. But I'll bet you if if he Goff had insisted on it, Dan now, would go. I agree with Hard that. Penny Sewell motherfucking because <laughs> he took you know on to get in the game. Well, what if Goff did the same thing to him right there? Dan no, would have gone. Go over yeah, he would have had a tear in his eyes. And, yes. Yeah. And no, here's the thing. You say that's a problem. I I think it was a mistake, an error. Is it, is it a problem? No, thinking. Connor said it was a problem, and I would just like oh. to, I'm not, I'm just gonna like to rephrase it a different way, and I think a little more accurate. What do you mean? Is that I don't think it's a problem because it was an error. And we only know that he didn't do that because he told us and he recognized that error. So to me, it's, it's it looks promising that we're going to expect him to, you know, take that more ownership of this offense going forward it, that he's saying that. To me, that's him putting us on notice that he's going to step up more as a leader, not him trying to apologize for anything. Yeah, I, I don't remember right. saying that, nah. but all right. I wasn't saying that all do, Connor, just that you said it was a problem, like, I'd say it would be if it goes on going forward, but I think him bringing it up is a, uh, is a. Uh, I meant in the context of that game. I'm not saying. Oh yeah, I agree. It was an error. Anything. I d- I didn't mean to mischaracterize your argument. I I was just. No, you're fine. I was just. Never mind. Anyway, let's keep. Yeah, going. it was good. Anyway, the decision to shock me it just uh, it just went against like the play calling throughout the game and. And, yeah. and historically, everything he's done, it was just right. really bizarre. Yeah. That that sucks, though, that now we don't have a kicker. I mean, that we can rely on it. Mm-hmm. You know, we for years, Lions have had great kicking, you know, and uh, not so yeah. much now. Yeah. When, it, when yeah. you see all these NFL games where they're hitting these long field goals, just like, oh, it's 55. Okay, we'll just kick the field goal and, you know, no big deal. But we, we get a 54 and they... Not even close. It does seem like well, talent in the around. league around has gone down in recent years. It used to seem like yeah, there were more like automatic kickers. Kicks. You're right. Yeah. They are missing a lot more. That's for sure. Who's the best kicker right now? Tucker? I don't even know. Still Tucker. Yeah, yeah he's the man. Uh, Riley Patterson. <laughs> Greg, I think. Greg the leg? Yeah. Uh, or uh, uh, Caleb McLaughlin? Uh, or who's the kicker on uh, b- the Bengals? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Why am I drawing a blank? Matt Gay in L.A.? No, I mean he's good too, but uh, man, I'm, just, I'm really drawing a blank on the kicker for the Bengals right now. Uh, he he was, you know, instrumental to them making the Super Bowl last year. So, yeah. Uh, Regardless, yeah, it'd be nice Chase to get a McLaughlin, good one. Thank you. I said Kid J. I think there was, uh, yeah. Thank you to our person, Kid J, for providing that. Chase McLaughlin, uh, and Justin Tucker. I'd say one or two. Uh, so, but. We we all know about the decision. Uh, Campbell said it was the wrong. Obviously, in hindsight, mm-hmm. it's the wrong decision. <laughs> if they make it and they win, it was yeah, right. yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think every. I, and then I think that the defense kind of gave up after that. Uh, it, it 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 felt like it felt like we lost the game after we missed that kick. I don't know about you, hmm. you guys. It did yeah. feel that way. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Really and then uh, Tracy Walker, he's out for the year with an Achilles Oof. injury. Another torn Achilles. That's the third in two years for yeah. our team. to a major player on the team. Aquara, Akuda, and uh, now Walker. Although Akuda, well, well, we'll get to in a moment, uh, shows that you can come back from it and be a full oh horse, my gosh. if not better than you were before. Um, let's get to him in a moment. But uh, that last drive, uh, so Walker's out and Hughes just gets completely lost on a post route uh, to Osborne. Uh, just rough. Yeah, some kind of miscommunication is what they said. So yeah. Whatever happened there. That's what happens when you're down to your third man to some extent, too. 
when uh, you know you're at the end of a clutch moment and there's a lot of pressure. And Evan, Mc- Evan McPherson, sorry. Well, we had a timeout there, so we should have been ready for anything. Right. Didn't we kind of blow a couple timeouts? Yeah, it's a weird way to call. Yeah, he made some questionable calls. Dan made some some weird calls with his timeouts and his not going for it and all that. Like I, I, you can't deny it. There's no. It was an indefensible loss. They should have won that game. A lot of people. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were mad that they were snapping with like 15 seconds left on the clock too when they were trying to kill time. Yeah, that was really bizarre. Maybe that's a rhythm thing. I don't know, but. You seem like you want to take every second off the clock. That's what he, yeah. the explanation was. Yeah. That's just a mistake. It's wrong. Yeah. They should have been doing that. Yeah, uh, they they, I they I seemed a little... You th- did you th- yeah, they, did they thought too like much. A little unprepared? A little unprepared? Overprepared. He outthought himself. They overthought it. Exactly. I mean, even Ben you know, Johnson was overthinking it, lot. like bombing it on third right, and yeah. one. It's just some weird choices. I don't mind that. I don't mind bombing it on third. Especially when the guy was open. They just met... Josh Reynolds, got you got to turn around. You're wide open. No, he lost the that ball. That play pissed or... me off. Yeah. I'm going, run the damn Yeah, I didn't like that call at either. You got a yard. Yeah, I, I, I like the running. With our offensive line. Here's the thing, though. I'm... They love, they recognize something. Ben Johnson recognizes there's an opportunity in short down yards or plays, short yard downs in the NFL. You can take advantage of that one yard down because everyone's going to bite. And look at that. They would have scored a touchdown there if the communication was there. It was a good uh, call. I well, mean, last I checked, they didn't score they a touchdown. They should have ran the stupid ball. Uh, anyway. That was... Oh, yeah. I think that's situational, Jack, because yeah. earlier in the game, they did that. Yeah, they were taking advantage they were, they of short downs down. yeah. and taking shots. But it, in that critical moment, I think you just trust your own line to get one yard. Yeah. That, that's it's a safer option. It, I'll it, give it, you that. It was, earlier in the game, it's less critical than toward the end of the game. And I think that critical you take the safer option. Well, that would have they been were a better time when they should have been safe. Right, exactly. Safe when they should have been right. risky. Yeah, that would be the argument. Right, right. exactly. Ken. Exactly what happened. I think we're all in agreement on that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Our offense has been really good this year, but uh, our third down conversion is not very good in this game. I mean, I don't know what what they're no. doing on third no, no, down. No, that's got to be better. It's good that we go for it. Yeah, fourth, three for three third, for sixteen. Yeah. yeah. Our fourth down conversion is so good because our third down conversion is yeah so good. <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah um yeah not they definitely have some things to work on especially against it just an okay I, I do want to know one good. thing about oh sorry the enemy cut you off but no yeah uh, just one thing about that offense going for it on fourth down uh, an important note I think it was Goff or one of the players mentioned that. Them setting up fourth down was actually by design sometimes. They would take shorter plays, like they were run up the gut, expecting that they might not get the whole chunk, knowing that they could go for it with fourth and two or fourth and one. And I thought I think that's interesting that they actually strategize as if they have every down. I mean, you think about it historically, like at some point someone flipped a switch and you punt on third and, you know, anything or fourth down, I mean. And it's like now He's people are using it more strategically, and I like that. But I'm just saying, just to mitigate some of that, they were setting up fourth downs for what it's worth. Hey guys, could, could I quickly jump in with what that that last play, the controversial play or whatever? Um, we were talking about three options, but uh, Campbell said there was a mysterious fourth option that he didn't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I, I was wondering, <laughs> I heard somebody speculating it might have been having uh, Goff punt the ball. <laughs> I think that would have been interesting, you know. That, that would have been. It has to be the fourth one. Either that, or you run backwards. Yeah. Uh, so. yards, which 
wouldn't make sense. So, but he wouldn't say what it was. I'm just curious about that. Goff punting the ball. Keep him thinking, baby. Happen? Keep him guessing. <laughs> yeah, that's happened. Really? Not, well, I don't know about Goff specifically, but Corey yeah, has punted plenty of times. Usually, it's on a quick kick on third down, but uh... yeah, like third and <laughs> yeah. thirty or something. Right. I don't know yeah. if I've seen that in the NFL before. I mean, I'm sure it's happened, but I have, but it's yeah. been many years. I can't remember the last time I saw, it, but I've seen it. It's uncommon, but not yeah. rare. Um, hmm. Interesting. That's interesting. Uh, so let's get uh, let, let's get to at least a good part that I mentioned. Uh, something super positive about this game. I I think this game really cemented that Akuda might be fully back. Uh, he completely yeah. shut down yeah. Justin Jefferson, oh, yeah. which probably kept the Lions in the game largely against this offense. Uh, oh yeah, they were still shut. They're they're doing pretty good work on them uh, on the ground. And if you go back and watch some of the film, Aiden Hutchinson did not have a good game uh, in this no, one, especially no, in the run not. game. He was constantly uh, – it was his responsibility. A lot of those holes, uh, they were attacking him, uh, and he was not uh, playing up to the up to par. Uh, he would, he would const- they would constantly down block, and he would go with the down block, and then they just run right around him when it, when it was his hole. Uh, if you go back and watch, you'll, you'll see what I mean. But, uh, yeah. So that that part was a little frustrating, but Akuda, uh, how 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 pumped are we about this Okuda performance? First against uh, um, Devontae Smith, shutting him down completely. Um, then last week against McLaurin, and now this week against Jefferson, like top top yeah. receivers in the NFL. He, uh, yeah, he's shaping up to be an elite cornerback, like exactly what you want out of a top five pick. Like literally, you know, Connor, more than any of us could have expected. Literally yeah. shaping up. Yeah. I feel like he's pulled a physical transformation. He didn't look anything like the player he is today in yeah. form at all. Like he's like grown. And well, his he's arms look been so injured. I, I think he's, well, he's bulking. doing what we expected him to do when we drafted him, or like well, I did. But well, yeah, we expected well, it then, but then I think with all the injuries, there's kind of like a, will he even make it back thing? Yeah. Even yeah, if he'd be like a sense. decent cornerback, we take it, but this level is uh extraordinary well tracy walker was so impressed that he went and blew out his achilles too <laughs> so he could uh, go through the whole routine and come back better and stronger than uh, ever too she said i hope maybe. other players don't take that yeah path. right um, maybe a, hopefully a quarrel will come back just like that too yeah romeo yeah that'd be that'd nice be nice <laughs> i'll tell you what is this with this glass players man i, I just i don't know what can we get a running back who's just a stud and just runs and runs and runs and you know like Chubb or like some of these guys even that Montgomery from the Bears or somebody somebody you just rely on he's not gonna get up limping you know and he's just gonna get up and do the next play. Hmm. I wonder if you're they're as reliable as you think they are, UJ. I think NFL running backs are notoriously you know limited throughout the season. I mean you get those rare like amazing workhorses, but I'm not sure it's so common. That even like Chubb doesn't he miss the games every season or something or is he? Uh, I feel like he, not too much. not as much as Swift. No, not, I'll grant it's just a little bit yeah. more than. It's frustrating with Swift though because he's so talented and he's so freaking good. Swift and Dalvin Cook went count. down in this game, so yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. more more butt fumble completely. Swift at least was holding there. Yeah. And it wasn't even Swiss ankle; it was a shoulder this time. Yeah, no, it's shoulder, shoulder, shoulder last year. Yeah, That's what he yeah. Said. looks like his ankle's still not fully there. That was the thing yeah. in the fourth quarter. We had Swift banged up, and Amon Ra was also kind of limping around, so it wasn't. Yep. we weren't at full yeah. force there. And they, and Shark and Reynolds couldn't pick quite pick up the slack. I mean, Reynolds did better than Shark, but like, and just as a side note too, that it seemed like the Vikings were not blitzing much, mostly rushing four and counting on 
you know, Goff having to beat him. And our receivers weren't getting a lot of no. separation or, or something at the time. But he wasn't finding the guys like he was Neither early was in the game. Yeah, Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, his streak is over of eight catches uh, in consecutive games. And so, and so was our streak of scoring a touchdown in consecutive yeah. quarters. Yeah, uh, uh, We kept it going for a little bit longer this game. Yeah, you know, eight, 18. As far as play calling goes, I want to note one play call that was driving me nuts. Did anyone else notice that we were like hitting our head on a stone wall in the left flat all game? Like every time we went there, they were just either like shunning us down or, you know, tackling us for no gain or almost picking it off. Hawk was getting shut down. The only time Hawk was successful there was that one easy touchdown. And after that, we kept doing it. It kept like being on like short. Like Hawk was running routes short of the first down in the flat over there and they were shutting it down. I don't know what they were thinking. And that was driving me nuts watching that. Yeah, Ben Johnson was yeah. making some questionable decisions. I thought he, I thought he was doing some weird things that, you know, you like to not judge too much because he's looking at a macro view and it's hard to know what his whole plan is. But it was just weird to watch, and it just seemed like they had an answer for what everything he kept trying to do, and it always looked the same. Hey, Hawk scored a touchdown, and he had a key block on that running <laughs> touchdown. So he's a mixed bag. Resigned him, baby. He's coming yeah, back. Mixed bag. That's, yeah. that's Three catches, game. 18 yards. <laughs> yes, the touchdown catch. Um, we could probably expect him to be a little more involved than that yeah. throughout the game. I'll, I'll give you this, Bob. The under Hawk yards keep hitting. As Hawk goes, yeah, his, the most true. important thing for Hawk is just stay healthy and stay on the field. I trust that if he can do that, he's going to improve much as this season goes on. And I do still like his prospects. Just He's just got to keep improving. <laughs> yeah. Well, he might be getting balls if everyone keeps getting injured. True, everyone. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, maybe even Cephas yeah. will catch a ball. Yeah, I think that I was know. a mistake strategically by Dan by not playing Cephas. Honestly, especially once Amon Ra went down, Cephas should have been in there. You needed a more well, of an X factor. Special teams, so yeah, he has more tackles than catches this year, right? I think. Yeah. I think you're right yeah. Hey, he's doing what he's got to do. He's like Spartacus sure. when he was down in the pits and he was fighting his way and clawing his way through gnarly, bloody battles to the death just so he could get out to the sun to fight for more blood. And that's where Cephas is now. He's in the pits and he's fighting his way out. He'll, he's uh, proving himself. Well, in the Hall of Fame as a special teamer. He's going to get back to the. You, they're going to go to him eventually and they're going to realize they were dumb for not throwing the ball to him more. Just like it was with St. Brown last year, kind of. He's going to come out. You're going to see. It's a long season. If you want to yeah. uh, see a gr great block, uh, I, I think you meant. Wh which TJ Hawkinson play were you talking about with his block? Uh, it was. Uh, was it Jamal? Uh, oh, the touchdown shit. run? Yeah, the touchdown run. Great. Play. Touchdown run. All around. I don't have the uh, clip the in front one down the, the one at, that where he got the celebration uh, penalty. Oh god, afterwards. that's stupid. Yeah, because <laughs> actually the block, the, bl the best block in that play was Sewell. He he completely annihilated his cont the the contain on that play and drove him like eight yards down. It's so sick at the end. Uh, Sewell yeah. is a beast. He's probably he's definitely our best O lineman. I would say he's most consistent. If Ragnar can stay healthy, he I I would argue, but no, you're right. Uh, it's really encouraging to see him. And then Evan Brown and Skipper are okay. Uh, it would be really nice to get Jonah Jackson back, though, for pass protection. Uh, Skipper's still yes, not great would. in there. Uh, although, I mean, Goff didn't take a sack, but just because he doesn't take sacks with me, it was great. Right. All game. But, uh, yeah. Uh, what, you know, what about our – I mean, the, yeah, I thought I the O-line played okay. I they mean, did. 
did yeah, enough they played to okay, yeah. Did enough to win if we have better strategy, but you know. Mm-hmm. The run game didn't hum yeah. as much, but it definitely looks like an all-around coaching sure failure. I'd say in this game is the most glaring thing. You know, there was execution problems, but I would say a little more sound coaching, a little less erratic, erratic, you know, decisions. And this game, we wrap up with a bow. It's crazy. With all that, though, they should have easily beat the Vikings. Yeah, yep. I mean the the, yes, the team right. on the yeah. field looked up to the task. Yeah, I, I just want to say one more thing about Goff too. Yep. Uh, he's he's being very smart mm-hmm. with the ball, which I'm really yeah. appreciating. Like he's not throwing stupid throws when he's under pressure. True. He's True. just he's just throwing it into the ground, get rid of it. You know, and he's been very smart with the ball. He's not so composed. It over like historically, we've seen him do. I liked him this and, week. Of all, yeah, of all yeah. three weeks, I know he put up the least points this week, but he passed the eye test the most. Somebody, somebody, uh, another yeah. Lions fan reached out to me and said, uh, I asked him, you know, what do you think of a Goff so far three games in? Do you think he's uh, the guy for the future? He's like, he's like, hey, guy. I don't know if he's the guy, though. Uh, yeah. Improved. Which I thought was an interesting way of putting it. Because. Uh, <laughs> Fair. Yeah. It, it, it's just hard to say if he's like the one for the future or not still. I, I mean, I it's a long yeah. season. We still got ways to go. He, he's shown some Definitely signs. improved over. I mean, they showed the stats during the game. It's very obvious, like where he was the first half of last year, to compare to after post Anthony Lynn offense coordinator uh, time. He's a completely different quarterback. He still doesn't have that deep ball, though. I'm sorry. I mean, like, yeah. he's missed Shark a couple times on this, yeah. and uh, they, like when they had 45 seconds left, I'm like, damn, if Stafford were in there, I would feel like a lot more confident. Oh, we can absolutely. Get, we can yeah. get a touchdown here, you know, or get. Get in scoring range. But. I was thinking that exact thing. Yeah. Like if Stafford was here, I'd say we have a chance of scoring. Yeah. Right now I have very little. You know, I right. I just I would say it depends on what part of Stafford's career. I don't know. I feel like golf gives me pretty much Any amount part. of hope well, that he's coming out the Super Bowl. So I guess the he's consistent parts where he was always making like, fourth quarter comebacks for one. Yeah, you can reference yeah, any of those. Yeah, but remember yeah, when he did career. that? That was when uh, Riddick was at his best and tearing up people in the freaking like for like 40 yard chunks at a time Theo. i'm just saying it was a big part of some of his comebacks you know same thing here like when 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 yeah, his studs went down when saint brown yeah. went down when swift was limited and all those guys were down that's when you saw golf start to struggle and this offense start to stall a little bit um and i feel like yeah you know that's just all we need our horses I was really upset the Lions forced the fumble. I was like, all right, close the game out right here. This is where you take it down the oh, field and you shut it down. Three and out. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah. quick. So Does anyone think Chark out. is a little overrated right now or needs to step up or just needs to be targeted more or something? I think everyone thinks that. Like, what is he he's doing? He's really present every week. He's I think he's getting paid yeah. like, I mean, one year, $10 million only. So, which for the NFL is not. Is he just a, an expensive a distraction? I mean, like. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's he's made some catches, and I think Goff's missed him a couple times. You know, so I don't know. Like, it's definitely yeah, not like last year with yeah, our I mean, signings. Uh, yeah, I'm really, yeah, yeah. Definitely better than the two and Williams of last. They year. probably need to get him going so, more. They do, but once Jameson Williams is there, oh. what, what, where does yeah, that leave Shark? That's, that's a big that's a missing question. piece. But who knows how, well, how much we're going to see him? That they seem really <laughs> content to just maybe. Save him for next year. Have him like play ten <laughs> okay. plays a game. Uh, He'll get there at some point though, and Goff's got to use that. He oh, has to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, of course they have to. Deep, not like some bullshit slant route. You know, like <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I'm really I mean, excited. It is, but when Goff is throwing that deep ball, he has a longer, uh, 
you know, arm rotation. Like a lot of these guys in the NFL, like if you look at Aaron Rodgers, his release point is like instant. He doesn't like have the reach all the way back mm. uh, with his arm like you see Goff do. Goff, yeah. when he's throwing those deep balls, <laughs> he's putting his whole entire body into it. He doesn't yeah. make it look like effortless, yeah. I will hmm. say. Goff can throw um, a, a deep so ball, but good. yeah, like you say, he needs like a couple steps to kind of bounce back and forth and like, you know, line it up. Yeah, his but, uh, pocket presence is so much better this year, though. I don't yeah, know if, yeah. Like he went, his like, did footwork. VR training. Twenty. They uh, said uh, day over the off season Ben Johnson said he did some like footwork adjustments that I guess were really hard for him, but it's allowed him to see the whole field a lot better. So it's allowed him like command the pocket better. Nothing. I don't they've know been, what those adjustments are, but they've been highlighting that in other say. games, Connor. Uh, like I've seen, like it's, it's like it's what Aaron Rodgers does and stuff. It's like this way, like you like switch your lead foot or something, and it makes you not have to step back as much in the exchange so you're not like uh distracted or something i don't know I, i'm not i'm also not entirely but they were covering it i don't know it's like it's not like a secret only he does i guess yeah mm. Mm. yeah uh light on the feet so th- let's go back to the coaching aspect and but on the other side of the ball defense uh aaron glenn gets a lot of uh praise but let me maybe play double advocate here. The Lions are giving up the most points in the NFL through the first three games of the season. 93 points. Is Aaron Glenn doing a yeah. good job or not to you guys? I want to get your thoughts. I I like Aaron Glenn. I think he's doing a decent job. I don't think we have this, this, the personnel on defense that the rest of the league does. Hmm. But uh, and they, I thought they played well for most of the game. And then when they obviously fell apart. But I thought you know, yeah. for a good portion of the game, they played pretty decent ball, the D. That's what it always seems to be. They play really well for good portions, and they just collapse for portions. They lose. Right, focus. this is the second game they're always never... started hot, and then let the team right back in the game. Yeah, uh, and our our defensive line was not very good at getting pressure. I thought we'd we'd have yeah. some sacks in this game, but losing convinced you heard it. Pressure several times. Uh, we only had one sack, and actually, <laughs> Alex Anzalone played one of his better games that he's had since being a lion uh, in this one. Yeah. He did that was a great sack, uh the great delayed blitz. Him and uh, I, I think he was covering a tight end, realized tight end's not going out for a pass and just decided to to rush the last second, but it worked out nicely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with Glenn. What do you guys think? What do you the rest of you guys think about Aaron Glenn? I agree he's doing I'm a pretty good job. Glenn. I think overall I he's like got him. a limited somewhat limited. I think we're get we're pretty close. We need like we're a couple players away maybe. Um and uh I we're at least four. I don't know. I think a better, like another <sighs> better interior lineman next to Aleem, uh, a better linebacker, speed off the edge. Uh, maybe like one more yeah. safety. I think like and another cornerback. Mm, I think. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I think we're pretty All close. Warrior, yeah. it was a dude for you. All ru- 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 uh, well, I, anyway, I think uh, I think Glenn's doing a pretty good job with somewhat limited resources, but I don't think we're that limited. I just think he does a good job of mixing it up, and you know trying to keep the offense off balance and coming from all different angles. And, you know, you get a sack with uh, Anzalone. If you guys haven't watched, this is what – this is. I'm just going to go real quick into what makes me ha- excited about this future of this team going forward because if you watch the interviews of Campbell and all the players, this didn't phase them. Like, that's Dan's Campbell answer to the team. Like, this this doesn't phase us. The mission hasn't changed. No, Nothing's changed. Other than you, you absorb the data from this game and you move forward. Yeah, it hurts. It's frustrating, especially on the outside. But the the team, 
You look to the leaders of this movement. The Lions are a movement this year, and they're confident. They're moving forward in their abilities. They just know they got to iron out the details, and they can't allow these lapses in judgment, these lapses in you know focus. Because really, that game was a few lapses in judgment from you know us just dominating it and walking away with an easy win. And I know that's frustrating and everything, but this team is not you know losing focus, and that's what gives me hope going forward. And Anzalone did describe exactly what happened on that play. That's a design thing where if his guy is coming out to block, he goes for the blitz. Uh, he was it's like a trade off thing between him and the linebackers they do, and it was very effective there. I mean, yeah. my biggest concern is some of the late uh, defensive play calling. See, uh, Glenn, I, I didn't like this defense where it was that easy for the. De- I mean, it was yeah. uh, a miscommunication, sure, but it didn't look. It looked like it was supposed. To, that guy was going to be in single coverage no matter what mm. on that play. Um, yeah, and at least you give up the field goal and tie and go to overtime, but uh, just you can't give up the deep the, ball. The there. the chance of giving up a deep ball there uh, is much higher than the defense they were calling. Uh, so I, I wasn't a big fan of the defense play calling uh, at the end Fair of this uh, game. We've seen either. it a few times uh, going back to last year. So yeah, I, well, he's open. always made weird last minute calls. Like he, like he never puts a spy on the quarterback. And like, I feel like once the offenses adjust, he takes a while to readjust. Sometimes it's like a little <laughs> concerning late game, especially when they're doing like the two minute drill. I feel like I'm just, in Glenn Miller's everybody has him like. Pinged as like the next uh, head coach candidate out there. I, I just need to see more out of him before I would hire him as a, a head hey, coach elsewhere. Get a sip of your Kool Aid, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's, I know, it's early. <laughs> it's very early. It's I'm game just saying, three. You need to be more than the worst defense <laughs> in the NFL to uh, get hired elsewhere. Yeah, we we yeah. Ha- we need talent, yes, but we have enough to not be this bad defensively, in my opinion. Yeah, it's these like little spurts where they just give up a bunch of points. Yeah, I don't exactly. I think, yeah. I think the way I saw this we, team shaping out, though, I figured we're gonna have to win a lot of shootouts this year. I mean, just with the talent level. Personally, I don't. I don't yeah, think right. we have the talent to be a top defense. I mean, you guys might disagree with that, but uh, you know, it, we did. We are making stops the last few games, which you know, sometimes last year it seemed like we couldn't do that. Like, couldn't stop the That's team true. at all. That's true. <laughs> so I don't know. And yeah, this was a holistic I, failure. You know, <laughs> it wasn't just them failing. The offense <laughs> failed. The coaching failed, but like and our special teams—that was another yeah. strong point of our team last this year. And they're terrible failed. this year. Yeah, Riley Patterson's uh, hasn't missed a kick yet for the Jaguar- well, yeah. Jaguars, but he, he Riley. He, he, that would have made the decision easier actually for the Lions to go for it yesterday because he would never, right? Even they, he wouldn't <laughs> make, he wouldn't true. make a fifty-four, fifty-six, <laughs> 56 yards, fifty-four, 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 yeah. Um, I don't think our guy can make a 54 year. Yeah, he doesn't even have a history for it either. I know they said he was doing great in training camp, but on the field, he hasn't done it. I don't know. How is the, the kicker for the Vikings yeah. normally? Is he normally so bad, good. too? He's a good, yeah. So, I mean, no, something he, he else was going on at again. play that day. I think the turf or the field or the wind or something because. Even more reason to go for even, it. You know, I agree, agreed. But <laughs> yeah, I guess even Seabird. Right, we got to get over that. Now. It's done with. Get yeah, you're that. right. I'm just saying, Siebert's <laughs> on the injury, I, or Campbell warned that Siebert's a bit sore after that game for whatever that. <laughs> people, people, uh, you know, the, uh, like. <laughs> it sounds like he's getting fired. We've honestly. we've we've experienced so many of these losses in the past, and yet it still hurts. 
<laughs> oh, every no. time Finale, these games happen. Yeah. It doesn't make it any less painful that we've already been through it a hundred <sighs> times before. But all we gotta do is all we got is hope that this time is different around uh with this coaching staff and just hope that they are learning from their mistakes uh, a lot of them exactly the first time. damn them for getting i our think the thing that, that gets <laughs> me the most is that it's like a like a tearing in reality it's like we're comfortably like winning this game we look amazing it's like all doubts aside this team's on the right track and then it's like oh yeah <laughs> we'll prove it like it's Hell just yeah. like suddenly it's like am i in the same you, reality that I was like five minutes ago, like we're suddenly a whole different team for a, like we like. Ah. Yeah. No, uh, Red Dog Erie across the multiverse is <gasps> some other thing right now. Just. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Someone. Uh. Do you do you guys think we expect a warrior out there more? Uh. We we briefly touched on it, but yeah. not enough. I don't think. But uh, five illegal contact penalties. Uh, yeah. Uh. Every time they threw a flag, it's like, like, it might. Do I need to rewind or fast forward? Like, I just saw this already. <laughs> yeah, he's got to adjust out there. Yes. I don't know. I was listening to John Jansen this morning, and he was talking about how he's like, maybe he played it that way last week, and they, you know, it was fine. You know, it depends on the rep crew, you know. But if, sure. you see, if you see they're calling something, you got to change what you're doing. But you I mean, there was the... a huge emphasis this offseason on calling illegal contact. But like, they yeah, but he didn't change he... anything. And, uh, yeah. Usually it starts off, they call it a lot, then they kind of tail off as the season goes, historically, uh, when they make these big changes, or when they say they're going to do these things and focus on Whatever it. way you slice it, that was a trigger-happy officiating crew. They were throwing so much laundry, it seemed, that game. So, like it, yeah, the Jamal Williams touchdown celebration. Oh, uh, yeah. He's yeah. done that four in the past. Pumps. Not even my four biggest pumps. complaint. He's done it in the... He's done it he in the past with no. Can't do the four play. pumps. The perfect defense <laughs> in the end zone do for pass interference it pissed me off more. Yeah. Uh, that was textbook this, pass wait, coverage. Are, Connor, wait, Connor, explain. explain what there's there's this Keaton Peel video where there, this guy keeps getting flagged for touchdown celebrations, and he does like the crotch pump oh. three times, and he keeps getting flagged for it on the third pump, but he won't stop doing it. <laughs> that people were saying on Twitter that he did the four pumps, so clearly yeah. that was a flag. <laughs> I'll send you guys the video after. Oh, the video. The... Yeah, the video oh, like, awesome. the ref is like right next to his groin, like ready to blow the whistle, <laughs> like looking for the third pump. And his just name does... is Hingle McCringleberry. In the yes, video. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those guys are so <laughs> damn funny. I'll send, I'll send it to you guys. <laughs> okay. Um. So, yeah, the the Swift. Looks like he might be week to week. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's out next week. Obviously, Walker um, will be out. Jamal Williams definitely uh, more than serviceable backup. Craig Reynolds yeah. has yet to really yeah. uh, show something uh, at this point. If Jamal runs like Maybe. he did on a touchdown play every play, I thought it was Swift for a second. He came out of there like a bat out of hell. Like That was a great mm-hmm. run. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was but- awesome. But we we need Swift back though, because Swift is definitely yes. another level. I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, as good as these are a good is. two weeks for him to be out though. I think the next two. Yeah, yeah. going up against some weaker teams. Mm-hmm. And that early buy might help us because we have so many injuries on this damn it team. Might actually. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Get James. I always complain about the early vibe, but. I will. You know, I forgot to mention this. I will defend Aaron Glenn a little bit in this, uh, in terms of. The points is that the Lions in this game, uh, going for on fourth downs much, did give up some short field opportunities for the Vikings a few times, which makes it definitely harder uh, to defend when you're when you're playing on the short fields. But True. That, yeah, that's where that 
but you got to respond to the challenge at the same time. So well, not yeah, letting Campbell doesn't there. seem to mind putting pressure on his guys. Yeah, it seemed like breakdowns yeah. when we failed, though. It wasn't it? Like, it didn't just seem like we were. Sometimes we got beat. I'll give you that. The Vikings were a, de- a good team. You know, they they beat us in some plays, but there were other plays where it just seemed like we had breakdowns. It wasn't necessarily coaching, like, and that's like the touchdown with the guy wide open in the back of the end zone, and you know. All these other players are talking about, they're just these they're little breakdowns. And I feel like if we can just lock that up. This defense has enough juice to, you know, win games. Hey, Red Dog, it's like you, Jay, said. They got to clean those things up. That's the thing that hate, yeah. you hate uh, when they say, we're just going to clean up a few things out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, man, we just got to No, that's what they don't up. say. They say focus on the <laughs> details now. That's what Dan Campbell's guys talk about, focusing on the details. And they, I think. Anzalone said, "Eliminate the details." I'm not sure, but uh, <laughs> well, at least they're not sure. talking about pad pad level. And yeah, things like that. right. Not quite the uh, same. I do want to know your Chris picture. Board. Chris Board was the highest rated uh, player again in this game. Mm-hmm. I'm really? not surprised. He was getting ready to pop on the Ravens, and you don't do that if you're a bad player generally on their defense. For sure. Uh, so, you know, going into next week. The Lions, six-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, wow. Huge well, favorites. I can't remember against when last the time we had a line like We're getting respect yeah. a little bit. Where do we lose yeah. if we get respect? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it is a different era. Uh, so, you know, 25 games took us to be favored, and now uh, twice in four games. Well, we have a real strength right now, at least, people right. like. Yeah. Yeah. And how do the Bears win when they, they're – Justin Fields had like 97 yards passing or something. I, don't I know the Bears are so bad and they're two and one. That's so confusing. <laughs> it's so defense. I know. Also the Texans. Yeah, the Texans are terrible. That's and the then the Lions thing. get the Jaguars, who look like one of the yeah, best teams in the NFL this year to this point. Uh, so yeah, Jags, they did not luck out that there. Um, so and our producer uh, just pointed out that this is the lot the uh, the most the Lions have ever been favored since 2018. So it's actually um, less than I don't thought. You were gonna screw say. it up. Win it like you should. Uh, Seattle, yeah, definitely not. You know, Geno Smith, uh, they're in the transition period. So we'll talk about all that later this week. Uh, but we wanted to react to everything uh, in the week three game here, the 28-24 loss to Minnesota. It's a tough one, especially for the division. But there's still a long way to go. It's crazy. In NFL right now, there's only two undefeated teams. Uh, and only one team that has lost all the games they've played. And that was... That's the Raiders, and they lost by oh, man. a combined 13 points. So the NFL is a crazy uh, <laughs> lot of parody. Um, the other, I mean, parody team that doesn't have a win is the Texans, but they're 0-2-1. They tied the Colts uh, week one. <laughs> but And then the yeah, Dolphins like, and uh, the Jaguars are two undefeated ones. So just like everybody yeah. predicted coming into the season. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. I think there'll be a exactly. course correction with a few of those teams. Maybe the thing about the Lions losing, though, it just ruins my day. And oh, it, Eagles. Sorry, me, I forgot the Eagles, too. It's caused me to drink <laughs> lately. And, uh, it's causing other problems in my life. You were already drinking a lot of Weller, so this is concerning to hear. I know, I know. This it, is, it's yeah, so much it's different waking serious. up on a Monday after a Lions win versus a loss. Oh, absolutely. It's just a, a way different drunk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, there's a happy drunk and there's the depressed the sad, drunk. It's not even the yeah. same. It, 
that did kind of ruin my day, though. Like, last year, none of the losses ruined my day because I didn't expect anything out of that team. But this team's got me believing again, so now it's like, yeah. damn I it, know. it hurts. It was incredibly cool. disappointing. Especially when they clearly looked like the better team for most and, of them. Uh, Ted Lasso, they say it's yeah. the hope that kills you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Well, yeah, that's right. what it is. True. Hey, well, you can't let it go. Got to keep holding on to it because it's going to be so sweet when it pays off. For sure. All right, so let's wrap it up here. Uh, we'll be back later this okay. week talking, previewing uh, week four. Uh, the Lions moved to one and two, but long way to go. Uh, and the division's wide open right now. Packers and Bears two and one. Or sorry, Packers. Oh, Packers, Bears, and Vikings two and one. Lions one and two. So we got some catching up to do, uh, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so, sidelinereport.com, our podcast is hosted on there as well, as long as Spotify and Apple. So, please download, subscribe, leave a review. Always greatly appreciate that. Thank you to our producer, KJ. 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 We got to work. Yeah. Uh, thanks to our producer, Kid Jay, uh, for all the work that he does on the podcast. And then uh, Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid. Twitter at Drinking Lions. Follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts on week three and everything that you're looking forward to in week four. All right. So we're going to wrap it up. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And last but not least, as always, go, go, go. go. charging team that will not yield and when the blue and silver wave stand and cheer the brave rock 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 go hard win the game with honor you will keep your fame down the field and gain a lion's victory